Welcome to another episode of I'm Already Tired with your hosts, Heather and Katie. Whether you're starting your day with us or just finished the longest day of your life, take a deep breath and join us because we're already tired. Hey, hey. Hey. All right, all right. We got this going. Woo-hoo. Oh my goodness, so excited. Yes, so good. Took well, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> We're trying to figure this out. We are not together. We are social distancing. Oh so my we God. Are recording from our own homes on our anchor platform. <laughs> yes, because stuff is real. I mean, at least we've made it through week one of quarantine. Yeah. Shelter in place. Yeah, week one really uh, <laughs> threw us for a loop there. It's quite a roller coaster week one, I'd have to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what have, what have you been doing all week? Me? Yeah. <laughs> Working from home with Bud and Callie. Mm-hmm. How's that been? Um, I mean, it was definitely, so we got the notice, the way that my week started. So my grandparents helped me with Callie, Mm -hmm. as you know, and I was at my grandmother's house on Monday and Bud called me at nine o'clock and was like, Hey, I have a coworker who knows somebody they're thinking that they're going to have some sort of like a quarantine within like the next week or so he's like call Katie to help her get more water and because you were going to Costco Mm -hmm. um and so he called and I was like okay mind you 9 a.m on Monday morning yeah (laughs) by noon the news had broken that as of midnight our shelter in place was gonna start yeah so things escalated real quickly um I, in addition to that, had the fun scare of maybe an hour after that, getting a text from a friend that we had been with all day on Friday that she had woken up with flu-like symptoms. (laughs) You're like, oh, great. (laughs) And so, honestly, we didn't know, again, we're late. This was a hell week. Um, Mm -hmm. Today's Friday. We didn't know her results until today day mm-hmm. that she is negative and we did not in fact have firsthand exposure yeah no you guys are really good about like making sure like stay put mm-hmm. didn't go out no yeah which I hadn't gone out on Sunday either because mm-hmm. Eric Eric and Bud were working on the drywall you came oh, here yeah 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 so um it will be a full week in my house <laughs> in a day you have been able to get out on some walks right <sighs> Yes, we've been taking a lot of walks. I've never seen so many people walking in my entire life. Same. It's like, oh, all of a sudden, all these people want to get out and wander around the neighborhood. I know. It's been so crazy. I feel like there's certain times where we get annoyed because we've got the stroller and Tucker. Yeah. So I felt like every five minutes we were having to change sides of the road so that we could, like, keep space and make sure that other people were comfortable and... But okay, what see, not? here's my feelings on that because I've been taking like goose on a walk every day, try to get her out. And my whole thing is like, if I see someone, like if I were to see you guys walking towards me, I'm already assessing the situation. I'm like, okay, it's going to be harder for them to move across the street or like out into like the bike lane than it is for me. So like, I feel like people should kind of assess same thing like with like older folks when I see them out walking I'm like I'm not gonna make them walk in the street like I will walk in the street mm-hmm. so I feel like people should kind of assess that not just assume like oh if someone else is gonna move for me kind of yeah I think go. we're kind of in the mindset of like we're able-bodied people like yeah. obviously yeah. I don't feel like there have been very many old people we did yesterday we ended up walking and like stood at the end of my grandma's walkway and I called mm-hmm. her because unlike the rest of my family, like, we all have, like, a giant group chat going with yeah. 14 people. Yeah. Um, And my poor grandma is, like, stuck at home. And so, thankfully, my mom did get her one of the, like, um, it's like a digital frame, but you can add photos through an app. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, that's been nice. We've been able to kind of send her pictures on that. And so she okay. feels like she's a little bit more in the loop. But yesterday, mm-hmm. she, like, came out on her front step and we were at the sidewalk we were like hi 
guys we love you we miss you yeah I've actually been seeing quite a few people do that like on their Instagram stories like you know they go out on their walk and kind of make their rounds and like wave to people they know in their window I know Michelle's been doing that when she gets off work you know she's Mm-hmm. needs needs that walk to just kind of like decompress because she you know works in a hospital and so we've been doing um wine at a distance so I have the long walk in front of our house and I leave a glass of wine you know at the end of the walk so she sits at that end and I sit by the door and so we have more than six feet between us but you know it's kind of like you know yeah. dire, dire times call for desperate measures just to be able to see you know the people we love yeah, absolutely. This is definitely I saw something the other day that was talking about how we're we're basically living in a history lesson. Oh yeah. And that's for sure happening. It seems weird cuz you know, everybody's doing the whole like our grandparents were called to war, you're being called to sit on your couch, you can do this. And I'm like, yes, 100%. We can do this. Yeah. No, it's totally. just I feel like if everybody could do it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Right? Like, I feel like that's how it's going to work. If everybody does it at the exact same time, then you get it done. You figure out who has it, who doesn't. Ideally, you stop the spread, right? Like, in theory. And it's like, I, you know, I get it. Everyone thinks, like, it's not going to happen to me. Like, that's just the way people, you know, think. It's always, like, unless you know someone that it's happening to, I think it. you, you have a more likely to distance yourself from the problem but it's like do you really want it to come down to that point where you do know someone that's affected by it like let's just you know make this a lot easier for everybody and you know I know it sucks you can't go out and do the things you want to do you can't see the friends and family you want to see but it's like you know the longer people ignore this just the longer it's going to take to try to contain this whole thing so Mm-hmm. Well, it was interesting, too, because I felt like on the news, that was the way that they had made it sound. They were like, oh, people between the ages of, like, 20 and 40 are basically fine, but they're definitely carriers. And then in the last two days, the number of people that have been hospitalized in that age range skyrocketed. Yeah. Because yeah. I think people, they're like, oh, well, the news said it's not really affecting me. Yeah. And now it is. And I think, yeah, I think that's the hard part, too, is a lot of people think, like, I'm healthy. I haven't had any health problems. Oh, this is only happening to people that, like, you know, had prior health issues. But the bigger thing is, is that the way I I forgot who I was talking to about this the other day, it's just the way that it's being presented. It's not necessarily who's going to contract it versus who's going to die from it, like the likelihood. It's more you know, everyone is equally likely to get this. Like, there's no, just because you're healthy, just because you don't have, you know, pre, you know, pre-existing conditions, you can still get it. But it's just how well is your body going to fare with this? And there's no guarantee too. I mean, there's healthy people right now that have contracted it that don't have anything else going on that are in the hospital. So I think people need to get out of this bubble, especially like, the younger population that you know I mean we're guilty of that we thought in our 20s like early 20s we were invincible and could do whatever we want and nothing would happen to us and Mm -hmm. you know it's as you know we're not that much older but like I honestly feel like you know (laughs) as we approach 30 no honestly it's like you know yeah it's like this light bulb switches on you're like oh I am not 15 anymore like you know I you know things can happen and you know, it's in the blink of an eye. And, you know, if you're not, you you think, oh, well, I want to be there to help take care of my parents. But it's like, also, if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to be there to help take care of your parents or your grandparents? And so yeah. I think more people just need to think of it that way versus like, oh, I'll be fine. I'm just going to go out and do what I want. Oh, I know. I think it's hard for people to get there unless they have a direct connection. Exactly. I was seeing, we were watching something on Hulu and they've even got ads now that are talking about it and different questions that people have and, you know, who's considered high risk. And it was, it said people with heart conditions. And I was like, my uncle, mm-hmm. people with uh, respiratory conditions. I was like, my mom, 
people with asthma, Bud's mom, mm-hmm. uh, people with diabetes, Bud's dad. I'm like, all of these people oh, are direct yeah. people that we know. Like this, this is more important that we do this for them. Exactly. And I think too, a lot of times people don't think of like smaller um comorbidities like just having high blood pressure or like you said like asthma or you know they're not necessarily things that you know are like oh I need to have open heart surgery tomorrow but you know there's still things that put them at more likelihood of you know having more difficult time fighting these things off so you know I'm sure everyone knows somebody that is in that risk category they just don't realize it Mm mm-hmm yeah, I just hope that everybody and something else that I had read this week was like, if you're doing this for yourself, it's not like it's not enough of a mental thing to, to be able to like push you through. Oh, you yeah. have to be thinking about the people that you're doing it for. Yeah. Oh, totally. You know, to say like, oh, I'm doing this for myself. Like that takes a different kind of mindset than it does to be like, you know what, I'm doing this so that I can keep my mom safe and healthy. Yeah. I've also, I think it's kind of funny too. like, there's that end of the spectrum of like trying to get young people to realize like, we have to do this for, you know, the older generations, but also too, it's like the opposite end of the spectrum. I was just actually watching, um, oh, who was it? I think it was Jimmy Kimmel and no, I don't know. One of the late shows was doing a, um, interview with Jennifer Garner and they're talking about like how they're trying to keep their parents inside and like they're trying to go to Costco they're trying to go out and like run errands and you're like no 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 please please stay in the house like <laughs> mm-hmm. so getting that you know other end of the spectrum to also realize like look we're doing our part but we also need you guys to meet us halfway and you know yeah oh absolutely how have yeah, your parents hard. been with that have they been staying easy time well, staying in yeah my mom and my brother both got like work from home orders mm-hmm. as of Tuesday so they've been working from the house but my dad's a mobile mechanic yeah so um fortunately he has quite a few accounts where he does like fleet work on like mm-hmm. a lot of their mm-hmm. trucks and so he hasn't been coming in contact with people that's good so he's been able to just like go work on the cars do his thing um which is nice for them to be able to have that cash flow. And yeah. And I was like, make sure you're washing your hands. They say that it can live on metal surfaces, mm-hmm. like all of this stuff. And my mom was funny. I was talking to her earlier and she's like, yeah, she's like, it's really weird. I feel like every time he leaves the house, it's kind of resetting the clock. Yeah. And I was like, that's true. Mm-hmm. You know, cause even this week, Bud had to be with me because we didn't know yeah. whether or not we had been exposed. So we had, you know, let his bosses know. And they're like, this is so new. Like, we can't risk it. Yeah. You know, stay put for now. So we're thinking that he may have to go back to work on Monday. And I'm not super comfortable. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm like, first of all, I don't trust you to be hygienic enough in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but second, it's like, you just, you don't know. It is. It's like you're resetting the clock, even though Callie and I are here. If he brings it home, like. Yeah, but that's the whole thing. There are people out there that don't have that option. Exactly. They are, you know, the essential personnel that need to be out in the world. I know. I I keep checking on Michelle like <laughs> daily. I'm like, are you okay? How's everyone at the house? Like, you know, and it must be scary for them too because it's like, you know, she has to go into a hospital where, you know, mm-hmm. more likelihood. And so it's like, yeah every day you just come home and you think okay now we wait and we see and hope that no one you know gets sick kind of scenario and I'm sure that that's the case for a lot of people who have people working like in grocery stores oh my gosh I, I was those, telling people Michelle, those people are like godsends like they need to get paid double whatever triple quadruple whatever they make like because honestly I'm sure no one taking a job as a bagger at a grocery store ever thought that they would be, you know, having to work these extreme crazy hours with people just like bum rushing stores and like having to stock so ferociously. Like I commend them and I'm so thankful for them. I know. And all they're doing. I saw, 
I saw something on Facebook and it was somebody that I had written and they were like, I just went to the store and I saw somebody with so many, like all the hand sanitizer and toilet paper and all the stuff in their cart. She's like, I let that guy have it. I told him he is taking those supplies from people that need them and that that is just wrong and da 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 and and the guy or the lady finished and he's like, are you done? And she goes, mm, okay. And he's like, okay, I'm going to go back to stocking the shelves oh now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I'm sure that's happened Would... more than once. Oh, I'm absolutely sure. Because people can't contain themselves. They don't realize, you know, and hear this poor person. So those people and the delivery drivers, everyone oh. and their brother is making, like, orders. I think Bun was looking. We were just trying to figure out what we could do around the house. Mm-hmm obviously since we're stuck here um and he went to restring we have the like fun decorative outdoor lights mm-hmm. that line the side of our the side of the house that we get um and he went to plug them in and they had been dead because they have they were like weathered he's he's like i think you have like two or three that still function mm-hmm. out of the whole strand yeah and so he went on amazon to look and see if they uh, they had any and they're not like, that is a luxury right now. That is a non-essential item. So they're not even selling them? Nope. Wow. I, I think they're, like, they're not prioritizing shipping yeah. them. Yeah. Well, so sense. they're like, we'll ship them eventually, but you are <laughs> You might get them low. in October, but you'll get them. Yeah, you are low on that totem pole. Yeah. No, it's interesting because I was talking to my mom today and we're, you know, thinking because I was going to go out and grab just a few things um, and from the grocery store that I haven't been able to get, you know, before this whole shutdown. And um, she's like, you know, please don't go just stay here. We don't really need it that bad. And I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. Um, so mm-hmm. we were like, okay, well, we, you know, she's like, should we, should we figure out how to do like, go, you know, grocery delivery? Cause we've never done used a service like that before. And I was yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll look it up and everything. And, you know, so I went on Safeway's website and luckily the items I needed were kind of like, off items not necessarily things people are like stocking up on um and so I got them all in my cart and I went to go check like delivery times and days there's none in the foreseeable future so nope. I was just like oh all right so that's not that's not an option that's not happening so it'll be yeah. it'll be interesting to see how all that and I have to say I haven't really seen I mean I've seen tons of FedEx and UPS and you know um, just the mail people out and delivering all sorts of stuff, but I haven't seen any food delivery oh, like really? trucks out. So I don't really know how that's been, or <clears throat> what people have been using. Or um, I just got a Thrive order today. Okay, we bought. I think thankfully, I think we got it in before. Like definitely, this was like the middle of last week. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, we're out of baby food for Cali and forget what else we got I think it was like taco shells or something like non-essential items but I was like oh these have like the good brands that I wanted for Mm -hmm. Cali things were already starting to slow down on the normal stocked shelves Mm -hmm. and I was like oh I'll just get them here and they finally got here today and I had gotten a notice a few days later saying hey we've gotten an influx of orders please be patient with us Mm -hmm. um but yeah I was able to get that and that's my first time ordering with them Mm -hmm. I kept hearing about them and I hadn't tried it until now. Is it like uh like what's Thrive's like background? I think it's more like health food oriented. Okay. Like they're trying to be a little bit more conscious, but you can also shop by diet. So you oh, can um, yeah. Yeah. So for us we can do like gluten free or Whatever, I know they have options for paleo and vegan and a couple other things, too. Which is nice to know yeah. because, you know, that's another thing that I don't think people think about is, you know, there's people that not aren't on these diets because, you know, they're trying to lose weight or whatever, but, you know, are on diets yeah. for health reasons. And so they need specific things. So to know that that's a service that's still delivering you know, is really helpful, I'm sure, to people to know. And if you know people that need it, you know, let them know that this is an option. 
Yeah, absolutely. And something that was circulating the internet recently that I hadn't been aware of, I guess if you're at the store and you see where the item number, price tag, whatever on the shelf mm-hmm. is, there's a small icon and I think it says something, it's either WIP I think or it's W-I-C. W-I-C. Oh, WIC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those are for people that are using um, like food stamps mm-hmm. or, or something like that. So they're saying like, if you can avoid those items. Yeah you know, pick an alternative because there's people that that's their only option. And if it's sold out, they're stuck. And I was completely oblivious to that before. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't know that either until I read that as well. So that was a really helpful piece of information to know. I don't know what people are doing about packages. I've been picking them up with Lysol wipes. Yeah, I mean. And like, yeah, I I think that's just me being naive and overcautious. But at the same time, it just you don't know. I mean, yeah, because most of it's like they're cardboard boxes usually or like, you mm-hmm. know, those paper envelope kind of things. Um, there is, oh, I forgot where I saw it. Maybe it was on the CDC's website. Somewhere there was a listing of time frames in which that they're finding it stays on different substances for. Like you were saying, like metal, Ooh. it stays on for a certain amount of time and like plastics and stuff like that. So I know for sure they're saying any um like cases of things that come in plastic definitely wipe those down on the outside um even fruits like wash them with soap and water um and then yeah but I don't know about cardboard but I you know it's better safe than sorry you know if you can wipe it down you know go for it you know even if it's just you know what's inside of it you know maybe open the box outside and then wipe down yeah that's what I've been doing kind of thing so we have a side yard and so I've been taking the packages to the side yard and kind of leaving them out there until I can like thoroughly wipe them down and I've been cutting them open with a plastic knife Mm -hmm. so I'm like I'm not bringing this back into my kitchen yeah no I think that's a good idea again better to safe than sorry you know totally uh just the unknown i saw bud i I don't know if you and bud forwarded me the same thing today um but it was about this woman who was like you know this just isn't sustainable we need to know when to get back to work businesses can't be closed for this long i was like lady if anybody could predict that future don't you think that we would like this is not this is totally uncharted territory it's I mean and that's the thing too is I feel like if there is like a certain you know they've kind of been saying like oh this needs to happen for weeks or months but they're not like you know two weeks or it's gonna take only three months because then you give people this idea of this is the deadline and if things aren't back to normal by then you know they're gonna get pissed and be like well what have you been doing this whole time or you know you told us so it's you know people have to understand they're trying their best to give estimates of time frames. They're hoping things can get back to a certain level by, but you know, they don't, they're not, they can't, you know, predict no. these kind of things because there's, yeah, like you said, uncharted territory, you know, we're still trying to learn from, you know, what's happening in China and Italy and see, you know, what's working, what's not working. And so we just kind of have to go with the flow on this, but yeah, I did see there's some uh, good things that are happening in some of the other countries. I still, I don't think Italy's kind of back up on their feet mm-hmm. yet. I think they're still pretty. Yeah. They do have the dolphins back in the canals. Yeah, that, that part's going good. Some tiny silver linings like that. Yeah. But for the most part, I think they're still in the thick of it. I have to say that when I, you know, because a bunch of people have been posting how like, you know, this is really good for the environment and, you know, it's... Did you see the NASA images over China? No. no oh, I'll have to, we'll have to put it up on my Instagram story. There are um, images that NASA had taken, like, satellite images based on, I don't know if it was, like, the radiation or just pollution mm-hmm. or what is normally over just the country mm-hmm. of China, and they are gone. Wow. It's it's a crazy, crazy, crazy difference. That's insane. But it's believable because I went on 
a walk today and um there's this one part of my walk where you can it's on a hill and so you can kind of oversee you know a good chunk of the bay area and i noticed you know the past couple times i had gone on this one route like you know i was like oh god the smog is getting so bad here like you know it's i've never seen it like this before and i was like you know it must be from all the influx of people and cars on the road and all that stuff and today i was like whoa this is drastically changed like it's way clearer and it's only been what a week since the -hmm. shelter in place has been you know enacted so i was like wow Mm -hmm. like this is i mean it's true i mean you know silver lining but it really is true that you know this is definitely a break for the earth and if anything good comes out of that you know maybe this is one of the things so yeah i hope that that this ends up turning in a positive direction Mm -hmm. i know that um i think a lot of people are scared right now especially for their jobs Mm -hmm. I am one of the people today who got set on furlough, mm-hmm. um, which is funny because I normally work from mm-hmm. home. So for me, I was like, okay, this isn't changing a whole lot to my routine, but it it hit my company mm-hmm. really hard. Yeah. And so I'm not going to lie. I definitely jumped to the defensive of, well, I mean, technically in my position, I'm the lowest on the totem pole. So like I would get set in furlough, mm-hmm. I guess. And I messaged my boss and I was like, hey, I was like, you know, let me get you those files. And and she goes, I was like, you know, I'm sorry. And she's like, I just got the same letter. Don't worry. She's like, everybody did. I was like, okay, it's not that that makes it any better. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I think it's a, it's scary because people, you know, I think everybody right now is probably filing for some sort of unemployment benefit and it's just you want to be able to be like okay well I get two weeks at home with my family how many people get to say that yeah they got that quality time you know Callie is crawling and learning to walk and at a fun age but there's still a lot of stress and heaviness around that. yeah because it's like you, you don't know. know what or if you're going to be coming back from it kind of thing Right. And so, you know, if the company in general took a hit, I don't know. I pray that they open back up in two weeks like the plan is. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. Yeah. I know I had another friend text me this morning, very anxious about, you know, the situation. And um, she's in a job that already, you know, doesn't pay a ton she loves her job, but it's just mm-hmm. not a high paying job. And so, you know, for her, the worry is her and her boyfriend are both in the same field. And so, you know, it's mm. kind of like if both of them lose their jobs or out of work, you know, how are we going to pay rent or, you know, buy food and all that stuff. And I'm sure that's, you know, a worry for a lot of people is um, not necessarily if they're just living paycheck to paycheck, but, you know, if they just in general, you know, it's not, you know, a high income job, you know, that worry of, well, what's going to happen? We only have money for so long kind of scenario. So I know. And the people that are, have both people out of work technically, yeah. well, we'll see what happens over the weekend. But, um, but Bud in theory is going back on Monday. Yeah. Well, we can only hope for the best for them. I know Eric's back mm-hmm. at work too on Monday. And so hoping our boys are safe, but you know, for everyone out there, just, I know. If you know people that aren't staying home, please, please try to, you know, make it known them some way why this is so important. I know a lot of, I've actually, it's very concerning, like, how many people I've heard that think this is all a hoax and, you know, the government has created this scenario and, you know, people, there's even people that are like, oh, people aren't really sick. And I'm like, if if I mean I know people on the front lines of this and let me tell you that is not the case I mean I'm just blown away and it's like I understand you know it might come from a distrust in the media there has been a lot of back and forth in the media there's not you know it's very confusing um you know distrust Mm -hmm. in the government in general and you know but 
people have to put that aside and realize this this is not this is not a joke like this is not something yeah there are people that in any scenario are going to try to take advantage of the situation um you know there's Mm -hmm. that whole thing coming out about how a bunch of senators like knew this was coming and the stock they sold their stocks off you know there's always going to be people like that who are doing shady business. Right. That's just how the world works. There's shady people doing shady things. Unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But it's like, aside from that, people need to not think that this is like just a joke. Like this is the real deal, people. Like, you know, when the whole state is shut down, when yeah. else has the whole state been shut down? You know? When else has all of the Disneyland <laughs> exactly. parks in Disney the world shut down? Anything. Like, let's be yeah. real. I think the last time they barely closed for hurricane. Yeah, I think that or and I remember they were closed. I think for nine, like the day after nine eleven or on nine eleven, they closed. But, but they it's like, were other than that. So I actually I watched a video about it. So they they closed the day that JFK mm-hmm. died, or he was shot. Um, uh, Disneyland was able to close on September eleventh because it happened earlier yeah. East Coast time. So by 6.30 a.m. our time, um, they knew and pulled the plug and said, you know, we're not opening. But they had to close the parks early in Walt Disney World. But, you know, it's just, this is obviously something that people are not taking Mm -hmm. lightly for good reason. And there was an analogy that I had read today that one of my friends had posted. And it was, yes. I forget what the percentage was. I'm going to get the percentage wrong. It's like, yes, you know, 80% of the people are recovering perfectly fine. But they're like, let me put it to you this way. If I give you 100 Skittles and I tell you that three are poisoned and will kill you, are you going to eat the Skittles? That's a great analogy. (laughs) And I was like. I love that. Right? Because it's true. It's 100% true because it's like, yes. I understand that most people are going to be fine. But for me, it just hits too close to home. You know, I was talking to my mother-in-law the other day and I was like, you know, it's like, it's really scary, but Hey, if we get three weeks at home, everybody's houses are going to be organized (laughs) as hell. Like, are you kidding me? We'll all be able to get together and have parties after this. And she's like, she was like, yeah, providing that nobody that we love dies. Yeah, And I was like, okay. Yeah, no, you're right. Like I'm torn between, being thankful that my family is happy and healthy mm-hmm. and able to be home and for the time that I'll get to like organize things and the fact that yeah no I really have to yeah. be thankful and pray that nothing happens to the people that are close to me you know and by staying home and doing my part yeah. that'll make that easier definitely you know for them it's interesting because before all this I feel like you know, I was looking for a job and trying to figure that out. And I was just like, oh, like spending so much time at home and, you know, looking for things to do. And then, you know, mm-hmm. shelter in place hits. And I'm like, okay, nothing's really changed. This is my normal day to day anyway. And then I find out I have a job and it starts in a few weeks. And I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> because, you know, it's luckily mm-hmm. right now it's not one uh, it's through a hospital, but it's not a position that would normally, at this point in time, is not interacting with patients. Um, but it's to that point where, mm-hmm. you know, we may get to there, you know, there's an influx of them trying to hire doctors and nurses, you know, straight out of school, third years, fourth years, you know, that are, you know, green as grass trying to just start. And so it's like, if they're trying to pull those people in, there's no saying that they won't start trying to pull people from other departments. And so, you know, there's that very real worry that, you know, I may go into work and they may say, hey, we need you guys. And, you know, I have no problem. You know, we all take an oath after we graduate saying, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that this is our duty, you know we're taking this on and you know we're here to help and for the betterment of everybody and keeping people healthy and you know what we can do so you know I very much thought that could always be a possibility but now it's like the reality is hitting and so now it's like 
I really am trying to appreciate the time I do have with my parents because, you know, after that, it's like, I don't know how much, you know, I'm trying to think, do I go stay with Eric because I don't want to be around them if I do, you know, get put in that situation. So, you know, Mm. it's just, and then it makes me think, you know, there's these people that are doing this every day (laughs) that have the same thought of, you know, they they might not have another place to right. go. And so they do have to come home after having, you know, been one-on-one with patients. And that's the other thing is the whole lack of uh, protective equipment from people. I don't think um, that's getting as much push as it really needs to. I think it's just starting to come to light more in the news about how little equipment, like in terms of like masks and gowns and you know, so, um, I think if anyone out there, you know, I know a bunch of people ordered masks when we had the fires, uh, what was that a year year ago, two years ago now? Um, yeah, but yeah, it's like, if anyone out there has masks, you know, anyone, you know, I know sometimes they use masks at like nail salons. If you know anyone that is closed and not using them, like, even if they're not the N95s, like see if you can take them to, you know, your local hospital, or if you know a healthcare worker that's going in, you know, daily, you know, just let them know, like, hey, I I don't think they're taking open boxes of them. I'm not sure they might be taking whatever they can get. But, um, you know, just if anyone has them at home, if you know anyone, spread the word to your friends and family and, um, you know, any sort of mask possible. If you guys have gloves that you, you know, bought in order to this you know keep a couple for yourself in case you have to go out but you know you have to think about it it would you want your health if you were in the hospital right now like would you want your healthcare worker to have the protection to make sure they're okay to keep taking care of you as well as you know be able to take care of you safely so I think that needs you know more of a push yeah. if people know know of ways to find those things because I know multiple healthcare workers have been looking, you know, trying to go to like Home Depot and other places they might find them and, you know, no luck. So I think that's a big one. But on a more positive note, let's flip this one around. Um, I was talking to uh, Jim today and was asking like, you know, what what do you think we should talk about on the podcast? And he's like, I think you guys should bring up uh, <laughs> like hobbies people are gonna take on now that they have time at home. And it was funny because they said, Oh my uh, god! He went on a walk and saw a guy break dancing in his garage, and like putting on putting on a show, garage door open, really dancing. So I was like, I wonder if he did that before or if this is like a new hobby he decided to pick up so he's like well no one's out like might as well um I actually just started trying to teach myself how to play the ukulele so that's that's my hobby that I've been doing in addition to like you know trying to study freshen up on stuff but yeah uh chose uh to learn banana pancakes by Jack Johnson so that's been my last couple of days first of all I had to learn how to tune a ukulele which I didn't know how to do and I (laughs) stupidly you would think I'd be like oh there's an app for that right that that was my last thought the first thought was let me YouTube it and I was just like okay so you can you can find anything on YouTube like a lot of the videos were people like just strumming it and be like yeah this is the note or they'd hum it so I'm like trying to rewind it like listening to them hum while I strum and I was like is this is this it did I get it I don't know if it sounds right. And then it was like, I recorded my, I was like, oh, I got this. I totally got this. And then I recorded myself like playing some of the chords. And I was like, oh, this sounds like a cat, like (laughs) being killed. This is horrible. It's not, oh, Jesus. So then of course, after multiple failed YouTube videos, (laughs) I finally was like, there has to be an app for this. There is, there's a ukulele tuner app specifically. And you like enable it microphone access. And as you play it, it like tells you if it's like red, yellow or green so that it knows when you like hit the right note. So oh now that it's my tuned, God. the practice can commence. Um, 
that's that's you know that's my hobby I'm taking up. Wow. Uh, do you have any hobbies you've thought of while you're in self isolations? Um, I have a plethora <laughs> of craft supplies that haven't been touched in a very long time. When I think I'm gonna have this time <laughs> while watching you. my ten month old, I don't know. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we have her sleep trained, so she does take good naps. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, honestly, I need to brush up my website. I keep talking about doing that, and I keep not doing it. And if I'm paying for mm-hmm. a domain, I should like what's on it, I think. Um, so maybe that should be a realistic goal, <laughs> in addition to organizing my house, because... It could use some. Uh, yeah, I think brushing. Yeah, up. and I forgot who I was watching, For but sure. someone was talking about like, don't just assume that like, or don't went while you're home now. Make it seem like you have to do everything in one day. Like be because then it's just like, oh, I give up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you know becomes this huge thing that you feel like you have to do versus you want to do. So like I'm gonna clean the cupboard today, right? Or something. <clears throat> I I think I am gonna oh, yeah, implement yeah. that time blocking that I was talking yeah. about in one of our other episodes. Um, I did find in work that made mm-hmm. it a little bit better for me. Like my productivity was a little bit better. So I do want to kind of take that and be like, okay, from you know. 6.30 until 9 is like breakfast mm-hmm. and playtime for Callie and you know whatever and then kind of like block it out in, in chunks of time so it's mm-hmm. like between this time and this time we either do this this or this and so that because too I'm the person that like gets wrapped up in doing things and then I'm like oh my god yeah. ah, it's too overwhelming and then I freak out and then I, I just get debilitating and I'm like I'm mm-hmm. just gonna sit here and watch like seven episodes of this one TV show <laughs> which is not productive to anybody um also I do have to say uh-huh. but the other day was reading Callie a finger puppet book and I, I was telling the girls at work about it because we were on a group chat he was reading her a finger puppet book and all of a sudden I hear <laughs> mother and I was like what and he's like she just <laughs> chomped down on my finger <laughs> And I was like, if she comes out of this self-isolation swearing, (laughs) we're going to have no one to blame but ourselves. That's very true. (laughs) Like, yeah, we have no one else to blame. Like, kids got five teeth now. I get it. That stuff hurts, but I was like, jeez, we really need to clean it up. Hopefully, is she still just on the like dada cut and growling, or she started other sounds? Yeah, she okay. does uh, dada and okay. papa. Every once in a while, we get a mama. <laughs> She's saving those for special uh, times. Not as often. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great at her noises, though. Mm-hmm. She can do the raspberries and she growls all the time she was so funny mm-hmm. we were chasing tucker around in the yard and she just she i hold her kind of like like an out on my forearm so she's kind of flat yeah and we run around yeah we run around <laughs> and chase him and she just That's so cute. it's really sweet like there's definitely yeah i try and find the silver linings in that of well i think you know it's... we get to be home and now I really get to put yeah, some time I think it's also into been just nice being with her. The fact that it's been such good weather outside. So like even just if you're like, yeah. The first true. few days it was not. And I was like, I feel like it's impending doom. This is just making me feel yeah. like. It looks like it's supposed to be like you know, intermittent sun and then a few rainy days now it's getting and better. sun. So it's like if we just hold on to the fact that like more sun is coming and even just like. You know, if it does get to the point where, you know, we can't, we really can't leave our houses, like even just like you guys have that little side yard thing, like being able to just sit there on the front porch or Mm -hmm. just to, I know, I think people need to realize that like, even if you can't go places, like just take the time to like, 
you know, if you have a backyard, sit in the backyard. If you have a front porch, sit on the front porch, you know. Try to get some real sunlight in. Yeah. Sunshine yeah. does wonders. Yeah. They were talking, I forget where I was looking at it, but they were talking about the differences when influenza hit really mm-hmm. hard, like years and years and years ago. I don't know if it was the 1800s or early 1900s or what, but they were saying that they were seeing a huge mm-hmm. difference in the people that were being treated outside. Versus the people that were only mm-hmm. being treated inside. Like, obviously, they're not outside yeah. all the time. But, like, the ones that got fresh air and mm-hmm. sunlight had a much quicker recovery. Um, and I even noticed all the days that yeah. we walked, my it makes mood it more tolerable. was so much better. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's just, so like, sitting by a window, like, an open window, so you get some, like, fresh air like have the sun hit you through the window mm-hmm. you know because I know some people are like in apartments and might not have areas to get out into so um, I know Ugh. let's talk about what we've been watching since we've been at home <laughs> what have you been watching yeah. lately um I started there was a new series that just came mm-hmm. out I think it was last night Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Motherland Fort Salem. So episode number one, pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of like sci-fi stuff. Um, so that was good. A couple of days ago, I started okay. October Faction on Netflix, and that's another like sci-fi monster mm-hmm. crime fighting kind of stuff. Um, and I like that. What else? What's I love the one? bold type. If anybody has watched the bold type on, it is, uh, it used to be ABC Family, but now it's Freeform, I think. I watch it on Hulu, and I know that it comes out on Thursdays, because they can watch it Friday mornings, and it is three mm-hmm. women who work for a magazine in New York, and they're all mm-hmm. in their mid-20s, mid to late 20s. And so it, it's like, it's yeah. demogra- I feel like I'm not watching like another teen thing. Um, <laughs> they're not in high school. <laughs> they have like real adult problems. Um, no, but it's just great. I, I really enjoy it. They are very strong women and nice. they've got some fun things that they talk nice. about. It just makes me happy. It's a feel good show for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. <laughs> I I watch so much TV. It's it's stupid. So I'm uh, sure I could come up with the things. What about you? Watch my usual, new? you know, Housewives, Vanderpump Rules, um, Very Cavalry. That's a good one. Just season just ended. Um, what else? Oh, Ninety Day Fiance, of course. That's always a favorite. Um, but other than like the reality shows. I've been watching Restaurants on the Edge on Netflix. I just mm-hmm. saw the so TV we think like, for it. I, don't I, know, like, I know what I you're like talking about now. the food shows I watch, I'm like, oh my god, I love this. The other half, I'm like, eh, turn it off. Um, it's like a hit or miss. So this one, it was, I liked it mm-hmm. because it was, the people on it, I have no idea who they are. Like, they're not, you know, famous restaurateurs that I well that I know of they are famous restaurateurs but like I don't know them or they're not you know chefs that are on Food Network or anything like that um and the places they take you aren't necessarily places that I think would be featured on other shows so it's kind of nice especially now that you're like oh well I'm not traveling anywhere um you know to get to be able to see these other places and like maybe one day (laughs) when all of this is over you know I'd like to see this place or you know travel here and it's interesting because they go to these restaurants that have these amazing views like just picturesque views but the restaurant is like shitty like the food's not good they're losing money the decor needs updating um and it's it's usually these people who it's always been their dream to you know own a restaurant but they know nothing about it and they don't know anything about cooking but they buy it anyway and you know hope for the best um and so they go in and of course they have one person who's Mm -hmm. like a designer um and she goes and meets with locals to try to understand the art and the architecture of the area 
there's another guy who works on food and so he goes and meets with local like food vendors to try to get an idea of like what local cuisine is like because all these people are like importing food from around the world and they're like why you have perfectly good food here um so it's kind of teaching them that kind of stuff and then Mm. the third guy works on um kind of how to market themselves a lot of these people aren't marketing the restaurant right or at all so he has them meet with you know food writers or instagrammers or food photographers to kind of show them how they can get the word out properly um and then they kind of revamp everything and then at the end it's kind of like the relaunch of you know whatever this place is so that's been kind of fun to watch um there's ugly delicious i know you've watched some of those that one that one i have to be careful with because i'm like i really want to eat all of this and i want to make it all right now and i'm like but we are, uh, you know, under orders. Right? Oh, Shouldn't I be running know. to the grocery store all the time to get these things. Um, so. I know. And we were watching that the other day, and I have like <laughs> a desire to make fried rice now. I'm like, I can there make you it. Go. I'm like, we've got frozen peas. I've got pancetta. <laughs> yeah, I, I have some eggs. Like, I can make this. And but just keeps looking at me like, okay. With, like, taco He's like, are you sure? <laughs> I was like, no, but, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Ooh. That was one of the things that came in our, uh, oh, hey, our taco order night, from Taco Drive Tuesday. Taco Shell. Um, <laughs> I, I am very mm-hmm. interested, though, kind of thinking of um, just how everyone only has, like, limited ingredients now. Like, what kind of fun substitutions people are going to figure out mm-hmm. while we're. Oh, my God. The show, or <gasps> yes. you, I think I sent it yes. to you. Ant- Anthony from Queer Eye it's is on his doing live, right? Quarantine Kitchen. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. The first. Okay. Yes. I think they're on his regular Instagram okay. post and then it brings you over to IGTV. Um, yeah. I think like day one was, what was it? It was, yeah. But he, what was the funny phrase that he oh, used? Oh, uh, for... a calmlet. Like a keep calm lit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A stay calm lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So watch him. Yeah. Something like um, that. I'm like, oh, so, so good. Uh, love him. Jonathan from Queer Eye. I love him and follow him. Cat TV. Oh my God. If yeah. You guys want to laugh? Cat. Like, just his cat TV. Check out his Instagram page. <laughs> so, so he is known for like, he has like four cats and he loves them all very much. And so to, uh, he usually does normally his like entertainment is he does like morning coffee dances which i always enjoy waking up to um he just basically dances while he pours his Mm -hmm. coffee and you know it's very elegant and i love it um but now he made like a cardboard cutout of a tv and so each time he puts his like cats in so they look like they're like the host of whatever the show is and then he does voices for them it's yeah it's very well done it was very well crafted. And I just I appreciate the fact I'm that he's trying to make impressed. us laugh and, you know, put a smile on our face while all this is going on. Um, mm-hmm. What's the yeah. other one? Oh, AJ and the Queen. I finished that. And I now I'm like, I the last oh, yeah. episode, I was like, you it's did. one of those ones where you're like, oh so my good. God, now I have to wait yeah. for season two. And who knows when season two is coming out. So just be prepared. It, you know, there's I think there's 10 episodes. Um I thought it was kind of slow the first episode, first mm. two episodes maybe, but yeah. And then I was like, yeah, we watched the first let me, episode let me see what together. Else we got. And then I was hooked, and I have watched it all now. And um, now, now I actually really want to watch. I've never watched RuPaul's Drag Race before, um, and I and I know a ton of people are into it. Um, yeah, me neither. But now that I've watched this show, I'm like, oh, now I have mm-hmm. to go watch that show. So. Luckily, I think there's a couple seasons of that. I don't know what station it's on or Netflix or Hulu or whatever, but. Oh, yeah. No, there's okay, definitely. So that'll I've be on my be. list. I think it's on Netflix. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So good. I've noticed there's a lot of movies on Netflix right now that. Oh, really? You can totally <laughs> tell are dubbed over in English. Yeah. But they were saying, I'm like, oh, man, I wonder what this was originally, like what the original language is. Because I've watched different shows. Um, there's one oh, uh-huh. called Bomb Girls, and then Cable Girls, 
um they have different series I'm like super into like yeah the older kind of stuff I that's a lot of what I read um mm-hmm. I read a lot of like roaring 20s and that kind of stuff uh but these were I don't know what language they were originally but they were really good <laughs> on Netflix and they were definitely not in English and I thought it was gonna bother me a lot more and then I, I stopped caring I'm like oh, yeah fine. it doesn't the words don't match the mouths it's fine yeah there's quite a few things though that I saw there's a new mm-hmm. something called go-kart I think I just watched the trailer for it before we got on Ooh, it looks really okay. cute I think it's I think they're Australian yeah like obviously they speak yeah. English Always, they have Australian I accents, really love things which are fun love accents which just makes accents are like fun. I don't know makes it more entertaining um but yeah I have to mm-hmm. definitely I'm yeah, always totally. like there's usually like two of my reality shows on every night and I don't watch them at night um because usually my parents have hoarded the tvs um fun thing about living at home with your parents um so then I just watch them the next morning so I need to be better about like actually going on like Netflix and Hulu and seeing what's what's new and what's out there mm-hmm true I have. I to just s- love Netflix because there's no commercial. I have to say, also to Disney Plus, I know the they're show. putting like a bunch of movies out earlier, and so now that Frozen Two is out, I made my parents watch that the other night, and let me just say, I don't think Frozen Two is a good movie <laughs> to watch while we are in shelter in place and all this stuff is going on because it's like, I mean, the kids for the kids it's fine. They don't actually like understand the greater meaning but like at our age I was like so depressed and like ready to cry (laughs) throughout the movie especially when Olaf was singing his like when you know that when I get older all this will make sense and I was like oh Olaf but it it will all make sense when I'm older yeah (laughs) yeah I remember thinking that in the movie theater I just remember when you and I sat I I was like someone needs to tell him someone needs to tell him don't like him none of this it's still as an adult we know know what you're doing and then something like this will happen and no one will know what they're doing and so yeah it was just and then there's the I totally forgot about the part yeah you know seen it don't turn this part off but um where where yeah where Anna's like like died in her arms and then she's like in the dark cave by herself and she's talking about basically like you know it's fine take you know take me now darkness or whatever or like I'm so scared and I don't know what she's singing about but it's very dark and I was just like oh my god like this is not what I need to be watching right now like it's basically like her give up moment and (laughs) I'm just like "Mm, okay not the best movie to be watching and of course like afterwards I was like so how'd you guys like it and they're like, um, I think I like the first one better. This was kind of sad. I was like, I'm sorry. This was bad choice. Bad choice. My bad. So. That's funny because I felt like my takeaway from it when we saw it in theaters was mm-hmm. I I liked that they poked fun at the adults being like, yeah, this will all make sense when you're older. It's like, yeah, no, that's bullshit. That, that is not accurate. Like, we know better. Um, and I forget exactly what happened, but at the end, uh-huh. with the whole Anna and Kristoff thing, yeah. I love the way that they ended that because it was like, like he didn't have to shine. He yeah. wasn't the hero. He's just like, yeah, no, I'm here for you. That was really good, and that was enough. Um, I like that a lot. I did see something that Josh Gad, somebody reposted it, and I forget what it was. He must have been talking about something. But the only detail that I paid attention to was he was wearing oh a baseball God. cap that said Samantha <laughs> with a question mark. That's so funny. It's like, this is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my takeaway from the whole thing. He could have been saying something like super profound. Yeah, I, I would have no idea. Watch the like, movie, watch the movie, and you'll get Samantha. it. <laughs> you know oh my gosh that's so perfect yeah <laughs> but yeah it was good I feel like there was something else that I had thought that's of okay. that I was like oh, yeah, luckily like we'll have plenty of time to record more of these <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, maybe we should do we'll two. We'll try to keep you guys. Two a week the while we're first part of this was kind of us like hanging out, <laughs> ranting over what everybody knows already. <laughs> I'm sad. I'm sorry. We'll be a little. Yeah, all the things yeah, that everybody's things feeling. Obviously, you are not alone in your thoughts. There are positive things. There are negative things. Just stay yeah. safe and keep your family yeah. healthy. Keep yourselves sane while you're you in the house. You know. Um, you know, if you need to FaceTime with mm-hmm. people, uh, hey. just taught me how to use zoom today. Yes. I've been using FaceTime religiously. Oh, my girlfriend said that she has a family, um, Skype date type thing with uh, zoom. Is so it an app? You can use like it for your either. phone either. We set it up on my phone. So basically you just go to the app store and download the and you don't I don't think you need an account because all I did was I downloaded the app and then Jim sent me a request through the app and I immediately was able to connect with him so and it doesn't cost money so if it's it's Hmm. good because like if you don't if you both don't have like iPhones like that's always the problem it's like we could FaceTime oh you don't have an iPhone okay let's figure out Skype um right you know it lets he has an Android and I had an iPhone so that way we're able to communicate that way so if you have people that don't have the same type of phone as you try so zoom I think you can do like multiple yeah multiple people so we'll we'll try it out and see how it works but hey but and i have decided that if he ends up not having to go back in for whatever reason there you go oh my god strike it big that. on tiktok we're gonna start making our tiktok videos <laughs> um, I did teach myself so how to do, do the floss and to dance. <laughs> yes, I. It was so ridiculous. So I was watching mm-hmm. one of the shows that I had on for Cali on Disney Plus. It's called Bluey, mm-hmm. and it is oh, it's yeah. like an Australian cattle dog, which I'm assuming that's a blue healer. Um, but and they have Australian accents. Super cute. And they, <laughs> she was trying to teach her grandma how to floss. And so I sat there and I was watching it. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's interesting. I get the general concept. And then Bud was busy doing something last night. And I was, I was like, oh, okay, like I've got some time by myself. So I literally <laughs> stood there and I taught think- myself how to do it. <laughs> and I shared... I shared that fact with my coworkers this morning. Yeah, I was gonna say I think when you're video or it didn't happen. Skills, you need to record them, and this needs to be our Instagram content for the foreseeable future. Just what what are we doing? Like, let's give the people a good <laughs> show. No. Yeah, because uh, so I sent them a video, and of course, Bud had my phone. He's like, I can't zoom out, and I'm like, What do you mean you can't zoom out? Just like. She's like, zoom out. And he's like, I can't zoom out any farther. I'm like, well, just like do it. It's fine. And I was like, are you going to tell me when to go? And he's like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And I'm like, you (laughs) asshat. You've been recording this whole time, haven't you? (laughs) And so then I started and I messed it up entirely. And so I had to start over and then I got it right. And I I sent it to the girls like that. Like I was like, this is raw. Unedited. Do not pass this your on. eyes only. I'm not sharing this with anybody else. Yeah, seriously. This is not a hey, look oh what Heather can do. <laughs> no. Hopefully but, you'll you'll be willing to share yeah, some of that with us. Uh, you could always do like, you know, the end product or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna pick a different outfit. Oh, I realized great, after great. also Bud shot from a Fantastic. lower angle. It Way was not go, cute. It could have it could have been much better. Um I know. But yeah, we're gonna get some things, some lighthearted fun yeah. things going because there's a lot and of make sure you guys check out our Instagram. Happy back out. Um because that way you guys can send us comments about either topics you want us to cover or things, you know have questions about whether we can answer them that's a whole nother you know scenario but you know just if you need a platform to talk about stuff that's going on um in our outro we tell you what our instagram account is but it's i'm already mm-hmm. tired podcast um so yeah check us out guys we're here for you we love you all we hope you guys stay safe and that you know 
sometime in the foreseeable future, this craziness all starts to die down. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, remember when two weeks ago <laughs> my biggest concern was planning my daughter's first birthday? But that's it'll probably, be a Zoom birthday. We'll that's birthday not going to be happening on her birthday anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now yeah. I feel bad for all the kids. The kids don't get it. Uh, Eric's is like, on that's just, Monday. That's gonna be hard. My mom's birthday is tomorrow. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to Zoom birthdays. All the birthdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, right, guys. Well, enjoy your evening as much as you can, and we will be back in a few days with some more content. Bye! Thanks for tuning in to another episode of I'm Already Tired. Don't forget to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And check back in with us next week on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at I'm Already Tired Podcast and on Twitter at underscore I'm Already Tired.